Welcome back to another podcast episode of the Socially Selling Podcast with Becky Baxter. That's me. I am so excited that you are joining me today. And the topic of today is, you know, that question, do I need a niche or niche or whatever? Um, I feel like everyone says it different, probably based on who you heard this concept from or where you live. Um, So today we're going to talk about specifically why it's important for direct sellers and network marketers. And I'm going to give you guys some examples and some, some thoughts around this and then how to take action on it uh, at the end. So for starters, if you were to look at social media today and just in general, like how people are, you know, consumers are shopping and making purchases and decisions based on how they spend their money, what they invest in, what they are, um, you know, their, how their decisions are made. So much of it revolves around social media, right? And so because of that, you know, something that I have seen happen is people kind of fall into one of two categories. One, they're just going the safe route and they're kind of doing what everyone else in their company is doing. <clears throat> and I'm just going to apologize. I have like a tickle in my throat. So I'm sorry, I'm good. My water beside me, I might have to <laughs> drink some water throughout. But really, it's like in one of two categories. One is that they are just kind of doing what everyone in their company is doing, maybe what everyone on their team is doing. They're, they haven't really mastered the art of going out on their own and being creative and pulling their own personality into it, right? Maybe even using a lot of just the corporate images. And it's not because they're you know, dumb or they, you know, are terrible at what they're doing. It's just, they don't know any better, right? Maybe they're taught that way or they're not like an expert in marketing, right? I mean, it's, that's the reality is these are skills that you have to learn. And so there's a lot that goes into having success in today's world. And so kind of that other bucket of people are the people who have, you know, brought their personality into their business and they're doing more of sharing this authentic, um, you know, marketing of, hey, I am the brand, right? Like I'm sharing the products. Like if they sell makeup or whatever, they're doing makeup tutorials themselves. They're creating graphics on Canva. They're, you know, doing um, reels and stuff where they are using the product, right? Versus someone who might just post like a company image when there's like a sale going on. You know, it's just completely different dynamic, right? And obviously you're going to trust the person who is using the product, right? Because you can actually see it and hear them talk about it and and watch the process of using the makeup and the end result, right? Versus the person who just posts a graphic. Who are you more likely to purchase from, right? I mean, I think we could, we would all agree the person that we're watching and we're seeing them use the product. And so you know, with this kind of like ever evolving marketplace, standing out in the crowd and like capturing someone's attention can be kind of overwhelming, right? And and especially with many people who feel like they have these abundance of products, like maybe you have a million products in your product line or several service opportunities and just trying to figure out, right? Like how can I, you know, stand out how can I show, you know, part of who I am and get the end result that I desire, right? Like it's it's essentially saying like, how can I show up on social media with not an overwhelming amount of work, 
but also, you know, get the, the result that I desire, whether it's to convert and attract, you know, business builders, which is what we teach in our program, Multiply 2.0, or it's, you know, to sell products or to build your following, right? There's all these things that are probably spinning in your head. So today we're going to talk about that. Like, do I need a niche? What does that look like, right? And how can I consistently show up and create content based on my end result and my niche? So I want to ask you first, have you ever heard these phrases, right? I think most people at this point, if you have been around any social media or follow any kind of like Instagram gurus or whatever, right? You've probably heard some of these phrases, all right? The first one is niches to riches, right? That's, that's kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, kind of catches your attention. What about this one? You've got to be known for something, not everything, or you'll be known for nothing. Ooh, that one kind of burns a little. <laughs> if you try to talk to everyone, you'll end up talking to no one. That is so true. And then what about this one? What gets repeated gets remembered. What gets remembered gets repeated. So if you were to kind of think about those common phrases when it comes to your niche market and you know, thinking through like, why do I need a niche, right? Like, why is this so important? Who, you know, what, what is the point of it all? And it's because I want you to imagine, right? If, if someone is using like company images, company videos, company, whatever, you know, um, it's, it's very like robotic, right? Like if you call in, let's just say you have a problem with your bank card, you get fraud or something, um, and you're like, I literally want to talk to someone, okay? And so you like pick up the phone, you call the bank, and they immediately have this automated voice that comes up. Well, what is your gut instinct? Mine is to press the zero, right? Like zero, 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 zero. I want to talk to a live human being. I want to talk to someone about my problem because I know chances are they're going to be able to solve it rather than dealing with this automated robot, Right? And so if the kind of content that you are creating is very robotic, you're trying to appeal to the masses, you're posting graphics and videos that are just kind of blah, like not that, you know, we're obviously abundantly grateful for our company providing those resources. Okay, let me just pause for it. Let me like just hit the pause button for a second. I don't want to, <coughs> excuse me, please do not misunderstand me. <laughs> hmm. Sip of water. Do not misunderstand me. We are so grateful, right? When our companies have a marketing department that literally produces and creates content that we can use. And there is most definitely a place and a time for that content, okay? And there's even times you might still use some of that content. But I wanna encourage you to think through that lens, right? Like if you are a consumer, and you are purchasing products, do you want to talk to the automated voice or do you wanna to talk to a person, right? Well, the majority of people would wanna to talk to a person for their pro problem to be solved. And so when you are creating content based on what you put out there, you, the result that you get from that is gonna determine whether you are giving this robotic you know, vibe or a vibe of, hey, this person is relatable. This person has a story similar to mine, 
right? This person has something to share. They're funny or entertaining or, you know, whatever, right? Like there's something about them. There's a reason why people want to continue to follow your journey. And so the first thing I want to just clarify is what is a niche, right? Like what, what does that mean? Why is it essential for um, those of you in direct sales and network marketing or goodness, even a realtor, like whoever's listening to this. So a niche like in the context of business and marketing is referring to a specialized segment of a larger market that caters to a specific group of customers with distinct needs, preferences, or interests. So it's kind of like this narrow lens of like, here's this large group of customers and you're focused on this one section, right? Um, so it's more like tailor, tailor fit, tailored to fit their needs, right? Or, um, or their requirements or, or whatever, right? It's more relatable to that specific person. And so the reason why I wanted to kind of explain is why it's powerful. It's kind of like maybe if you're in um, the health and wellness, right? You feel like everyone can benefit from the protein shakes or the collagen or the supplements or whatever it is that you sell. You're like, everyone can benefit from this. And more than likely they can. But the reality is the industry of those that are, you know, the health industry of a whole is like a almost trillion dollar industry. So if you're trying to talk to anyone associated with, you know, consumers in that industry, there's going to be a million people that are also talking to those same people. Okay. But if you are saying, you know, I really struggled with my weight after I had my baby. And maybe your story is that you were able to get on this health program and blah, 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 whatever, right? You lost all this weight. And so your story is that you have had success with weight loss because, you know, after having a baby. And so you're talking to those moms who have struggled to lose weight after having a baby. Now, can there be a single person <laughs> reach out to you and lose weight? by using your products? Yes, of course. Can there be a man reach out to you and whatever? Can there be an empty nester, you know, or someone in their 50s or 60s reach out to you and lose weight? Yes, of course, right? But the reality is, if you are trying to, you know, talk to a market that is very saturated, okay, you have got to be sp speaking, excuse me, to a specific group of people. Um, and so... There's a lot of, you know, advantages that come from selecting a niche and then creating your content based on that niche, okay? So the first one is it's reduced competition, which I've kind of already, you know, addressed. It's on it, I mean, it's highly competitive. The industry as a whole, like, you know, and I don't just mean direct sales and network marketing. I mean, like the social selling industry as a whole is very competitive right? Because ev there's a lot of white noise. There's a lot of noise going on. A lot of things are happening on social media where people are, you know, following all of these different people. And so it's like, how can you reduce that competition and speak to, um, you know, a specific group of people, right? Because then if they feel understood, they're going to become loyal and interested in what you're sharing over what this person over here, right? And that's the second thing you know, the, another advantage is loyalty. Because if you're catering to someone's very specific needs, then it's building a sense of connection and trust, 
right? Like, I don't know about you, but if I was to have a surgery on my, you know, in my brain, (laughs) I wouldn't want to go to a podiatrist. I would want to go to a neurosurgeon, right? I would want to go to someone who specializes in what I need help with. Just like if you are saying, maybe you are someone who, I'm just trying to think of an example, you're, I don't know, you're wanting to remodel your house, okay? And specifically speaking, your kitchen. Well, you're going to want to find a contractor who specializes in the kitchen. You may know a bunch of contractors and maybe one that's like, he's redone your neighbor's bathroom and maybe, or maybe, you know, someone who's done a deck area and like outside work or whatever, right? You might know of different people, but the one that you're going to want to use is the one who specializes in the area that you need help, right? And so, you know, when you have a niche, quote unquote, you're able to reduce competition, increase loyalty because people feel like, okay, I know and trust this person because they understand my circumstances. They, you know, I feel connected to their brand, right? And even you can have targeted marketing, right? So like if you are creating content, this gives you clarity, right? That's an advantage because you're like, you know, I know the problem that was solved for me. So I can tell that story over and over and over and over, you know, and people have to see these things over and over. Sometimes you might be saying, yeah, but I've told that story, you know, three or four times already. People are going to get tired of hearing me talk about it. But the goal is that you are continuing to expand and grow your audience and the people that you're talking to, right? And so if you're doing that, those people that come into your ecosystem have not heard you tell that story before. Or maybe someone, because statistically speaking, we only get like 3% of our followers and our friends, you know, people on social media, only about 3% see our content. 3% of the people that are your friends, okay? So because of that, you may have to tell a story like 10 or 12 times before someone even sees it or hears it. And it might be someone who's been following you for years. You guys, when I transitioned into coaching, I just assumed, right, like a year later, right, a year later, I had done some consulting work, I had launched my podcast, I had, you know, joined um, and partnered with Monique. This was a year later, and I had several people still messaging me, asking me for, you know, something with Pampered Chef, or like they needed to make a return or whatever. And the reason I'm kind of laughing about it is because I am very consistent with my social media. Like I am very consistent. I show up. I mean, I'm not perfect by any means. And I'm always trying to evolve and learn and try new things. But my point is, I had been posting about all of these other new ventures that I had been on and these people still did not see it, right? And so I think the power of speaking to the person you're trying to help targets them, you know, on on social media, because then Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or whatever is going to put your content in front of someone who needs and wants to see it, right? It's going to give you this position of authority. So how do you kind of identify your niche, right? Like, what is it that you need to do? What are, so here are a couple of suggestions. So the first thing that I would encourage you to do is to literally write out the problem that was solved for you, okay? Because very often the problem that was solved for you is something that you can help solve for someone else. Usually you are your ideal client, ideal business builder. You are the ideal customer, all right? And so it's thinking through the lens of 
What was the problem that was solved for me? Maybe it was you needed some extra income. Maybe it was um, you were interested in these products, but you did not have the money to afford them. Maybe you were interested in, like I said, losing the baby weight. Okay. <laughs> Who knows, right? Maybe you wanted a community after your kids left home. And so you were looking for, um, you know, something to take up that time. And it turned into a passion project, which turned into a career. Okay. So that's one way is to just literally write out your own story and to say, okay, how have I been blessed by this opportunity? All right. The second thing is what is your like passion for the business or the products? Like, you know, what is, what is it that you get so excited and you could literally, if someone puts you on a stage when it comes to your opportunity, whether it's the products or the business or whatever it is, if someone were to put you on a stage, you had no script and you had to talk about it for like 20 or 30 minutes, what would it be? Right? I mean, that, that alone will give you so much clarity and content because it'll tell you like, okay, this is what I want to be known for. I'm passionate about it, so I need to be talking about it, right? Another thing you can do is um, market research, right? Like even ask people, say, hey, um, maybe people that you are, you admire or are kind of close in your, you know, um, in your community or maybe even a good friend or family member just say like, hey, when you think of me, what are the first three to five things that you think of, right? Or maybe even think about, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe even think about, you know, what other people are doing in your industry and then say, okay, where are the gaps, right? Like where are the gaps in the market? Is there any unmet needs or, you know, are there specifically like people that are, doing something similar to what you want to do, but how could you put your spin on it, right? Another thing is, is an audience analysis, right? Kind of doing a survey. You could even do like Google surveys or whatever to define the people, you know, like the demographics, the interests, the pain points, the preferences, all that kind of stuff from people in your community. This is something you could do in like your VIP group. If you have like a Facebook group, you could even send one out if you've got like an email list, all that kind of stuff. And then the other thing, which I feel like is just kind of, you know, obvious is just to do this like mind map where you're kind of just brain dumping all of the things that you love or like characteristics of, about you and your story and how it correlates to your company. And then thinking through the lens of, okay, your niche, right? Your niche market, quote unquote, is going to be very close related to things that have been helped or solved or, you know, what characteristics of you, right? And so kind of just refining, you know, maybe like having a big brain dump and then saying, okay, here are all of these things about me based on the people that I have asked, you know, for feedback from based on this Google survey or whatever. Here are the things that you know, obviously I am known for, and maybe you might be like, Ooh, I don't want to be known for that, you know, or, or you might be like, Oh, that's not what I want to do. And so what you have to recognize is that you get to determine, right? Like the content you put out and the people you work with, because the content that you put out, the way you talk about your business and your products and how, who you talk to about it will determine your success. I'm, I mean, I'll just believe that that is 100% true. Um, and so 
you know, what I want to encourage you to do is to say, you know, when you think about like your, your niche, it's usually because you need to write out this statement. I help blank to blank. So it's like, what do you help people do? Right. So once you've kind of identified all of these things, I want you to take some time to decide, like, who is it that you want to help and how are you helping them? Okay. And then the final piece to all of this, right? So once you've established, once you've said, okay, I know I need a niche, you might be finally like, okay, Becky, I get it. I'm going to stop just blasting all my Facebook, all my content, everything, you know, Instagram. I'm going to stop posting just the company images and I'm going to start creating my own content. And so if that is you, and maybe you've even decided this is who I want to help, right? I, I help blank to blank, right? I help busy moms lose baby weight, right? Like that's simple. That tells you, okay, now that I know who I'm helping, how can I help busy moms, right? What does a busy mom care about? How does she feel? What does she desire? right? How can I help her? So then you can immediately start thinking of all of these, you know, content ideas and stories. And I would imagine that at that point in this process, you will be able to just literally like your brain will go crazy. <laughs> You'll be so excited, right? With all of these um, ideas and energy that's just going to like flow through you. Because I mean, that's how I feel sometimes when I sit down to write content is I get excited because I almost have too many ideas and too many things I want to share because I know my niche market, right? I know who I'm trying to talk to. I know the people that I want to help. Just like while sometimes, obviously, I'm talking to direct sellers, right? But sometimes I will say like even a realtor could benefit or even a blah, blah, blah. But the reality is some of those realtors and, you know, like a other coach or different people will watch my content and still take things away from it. So I'm not disregarding them and ignoring them and saying, oh, this isn't for you. Don't don't read my content, unfollow. Like, no, I'm not saying that because other people are still gonna notice it and learn from it. But if you have a niche market, the chances of you having success in this industry is so much greater. Okay, so to wrap up, how do you apply this? All right, so in order to you know create content to attract those people, to convert those leads, you know, whatever it is, the end result that you're trying to get them to, to do, right? Click that link in bio or whatever. In order to do that, you need to be thinking through, um, you know, kind of determine how much content am I going to put out and literally take the time to talk to that person that you're trying to help. Talk to, to that niche market, right? Um, and so this can look like a variety of ways. Maybe you go to... Um, chat GPT to get some inspiration, right? Some, an AI, AI tool. Maybe you go to Pinterest. Maybe you go to um, Canva. You can do the magic right and it'll like generate some AI content for you there. And you just type out things like, you know, whatever your niche market is, right? Like maybe you type out busy mom needs to lose baby weight, top five tips, right? And this is going to help get your creativity flowing. And it's going to help, you know, in the beginning when writing content might feel really heavy and hard, this is going to help you get those, those creative juices flowing and going. And, and I promise the more you do it, the easier it will become. All right. 
So I just want to encourage you, you know, to wrap up in this really, truly dynamic landscape of modern business, right? Like this is the way things have changed over the last like couple of years. It's just insane. Like it really is incredible to have watched it evolve. But there's so much power in the strategy of, you know, focusing on a niche market. And not only does it allow you to, you know, exponentially grow your business, but it'll also increase your impact. And, you know, you're going to really create this loyalty, this customer loyalty. You're going to provide more value and meaningful, you know, connections and support because people are going to feel understood. They're going to feel seen. They're going to feel, you know, this sense of connection, right? And I just want to challenge you you know, in, in a world of niches or niches, the journey to success begins with finding that intersection of like your passion, right? Your expertise and how you can solve the problem for someone else. So I hope this podcast episode was helpful. If it was, be sure to give me a review, shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook, tag me um, anywhere that you feel compelled to share, and even just shoot it to your business bestie. And uh, again, I am always cheering you on. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. And if you are looking for more support and coaching, Monique and I would love to partner with you and work with you in Multiply 2.0. I will put the link in the show notes so you can check out how to jump into our coaching program and be a part of something really incredible. Our clients are getting so many amazing, beautiful, fantastic results. And I am just so proud of what is going on in our community. We would love for you to join us. And either way, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.